the Bible has just came to life. You feel the presence of God, but you also hear the presence of God. On the ground, there's so many stories that I can share with you. The impact that pastors had on me. Obviously, the Bible is this ancient text. I got sucked into the Bible now, and I'm about to play my role. Welcome to Passages Voice. Short interviews from the many voices of Passages. From the ones that make the magic happen behind the scenes, to the real heroes of our program, our alumni. Well, hello everyone. This is Rachel. Uh, today I have the pleasure of chatting with Rima Jabor. She is the research um, and development analyst here at Passages. Um, but she is going to be chatting with us today and giving us a little bit of her background, telling us a little bit about herself and then also what her role is at Passages. So welcome, Rima. Hi, how are you guys all doing? Hey, it's, it's, we're doing great. It's a beautiful sunny day here. So um, super excited to have you on. But I kind of wanted to start out a little bit with um, just kind of about yourself. Um, so can you tell me a little bit about you and your family background? Um, we'd love to start there. Um, I'm always so bad at answering these questions. So I'll start first with family because that's an easy one to answer. You can't change your family. <laughs> um, so, so my parents are actually both from Syria. They came to America as um, immigrants. Um, I'm not going to tell you how long ago, because that'll tell you a little bit more about my age. <laughs> um, but they came to America as immigrants. Um, so I was born and raised in America, um, mostly in like Northwest Illinois, Northwest suburbs of Chicago and Illinois. Um, when I was 16 years old, though, my parents decided that they wanted to move back to Syria for a few years. And so I moved to Syria for two years of my life from the time I was 16 to 18. Um, and, uh, while I was there, we moved around quite a bit. Um, so didn't have a very sedentary life. Um, I like to joke around and tell people for the longest time I was, uh, going back to my ethnic roots of being a nomad again, um, <laughs> cause I'd moved over 40 times in a 10 year period. That's crazy. That, that really affects you as a person a lot. So how did you end up back in the state? Um, and how did you even end up with passages at all? Kind of where did that lead you? So I came back to the States when I was 18 with my younger brother. Um, the problem with being American born and raised, but living in Syria is that it's, we didn't know how to, we know how to speak Arabic, but we didn't know how to read and write. So we couldn't really go to school there. So when I turned 18, I came back to America to go to college, start my life, um, uh, have that whole thing and eventually I ended up going to college at Moody Bible Institute where I met the lovely Serene Hudson who also works here at Passages um, and me and Serene became very fast friends um, primarily through her work in um, the Jewish community and I myself started trying to do more work in the Jewish community because my family um, comes from a very anti-Semitic background. Um, all my family are very anti-Israel, anti-Jewish, things like that. Um, and during my coming to faith process, one of the very first and in my opinion, most important things that I learned in coming to faith was that the Messiah that I follow is a very Jewish Messiah. Mm -hmm. um, so I wanted to start doing more work to kind of like undo some of that generational sin um, 
that I was born into. Um, so I became fast friends with Serene, getting more involved in the Jewish community. So when Serene started working at Passages and a position opened up, I jumped at the opportunity um, very excitedly and was so happy when um, they decided to choose me for the position. Have you heard about our newest initiative? It's called Passages Pursuit, where you raise the funds and experience Israel. If you're not a part of one of our partner schools or organizations, this gives you the opportunity to experience Israel with Passages. Check it out at passagesisrael.org backslash pursuit. And now back to our conversation. That is awesome. That's really cool. Um, but what actually, so what is your role? Obviously you do a lot with like research development, but I mean, what does that really practically mean? Yeah, everyone always asks me that. They're like, so what does research and development or R&D for short actually mean? Um, especially because in light of a company like Paxes, they're like, you guys do trips. What do you guys need an R&D department for? It's not like you're <laughs> creating a product. Um, the thing though with research and development is that it's not just about creating a product like um, a phone or a computer or whatever. Um, you pretty much keep looking at the temperature of a company to make sure that you're growing um, in ways that are sustainable, um, mm -hmm. both like in your internal processes, external processes, but even like computer systems. Um, we, we use a, different, a couple different programs um, to help run everything behind the scenes. Um, students don't just, I mean, the first bus of students just showed up in Israel, but that's no longer the case. <laughs> um, there's a lot of organization, organizational management that happens behind the scenes. So I help administer the, the actual software um, that we use for that administration, as well as constantly running reports um, on various different numbers of statistics from hashes now to schools to buses to um, things like that to help make sure that as we're growing, um, that our program also continues to grow in a sustainable manner. So, yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Each of our, each of our participants are required to send in some, some kind of like homework assignments from their trip, which we call Passages Now, which is, you know, kind of reflecting on their trip and things like that. And I know that that, that goes somewhere and it goes to you. So you get hundreds <laughs> of emails and um, from all yes. of those participants with um, all that different stuff. And uh, you're really good at, I don't know how you do it, but somehow you sort through everything and, and make it all happen. <laughs> yep, so. we have um, about just under 2,000 students coming with us this summer, and all of those students need to do at least three passes now, so 2,000 times three is how many submissions I go through. Um, the nice thing, though, is that not all of them end up on my desk, so some of the mm -hmm. campus and leadership development ones, my colleagues, um, Malcolm and Chelsea, take care of. So I do all the media-based ones, so the photo contest, um, any of the writing submissions, anything where you have to submit um, your work, that's the ones I manage. So um, it's a lot of content, but it's a lot of wonderful content because it's our students processing their trips in Israel with us. Um, so a lot of the articles and pictures and stuff um, can be very heartfelt and really wonderful to read on my end um, because I get to experience Israel again through the students' eyes. Um, not being able to be in Israel with every single one of the students this 
being able to manage the pastor's NAFS missions helped me be helped me to be able to um, see Israel again through their eyes, which is a really beautiful privilege. Yeah, that is that is amazing. I've had the privilege of reading through a couple of them, and it's absolutely awesome to just kind of see them work through all their emotions and all the different things that they've learned over the trips. So would you say that that's probably one of the favorite parts of your job? And would you have any other favorite part? Well, I'm a bit of a nerd. So yes, that is actually one of my favorite parts um, is, is reading people's stories. Um, there have been times where like coworkers will come up to me and I'm like just sitting there crying. I'm like, just ignore me. Don't worry about me. I'm just getting emotional over someone's paper. <laughs> I'm not actually sad, but their work was really, really good. So it's it's a really wonderful privilege to be able to like read uh, stories of students as they experience Israel. Mm. Um, and I do actually really love doing all the numbers and data stuff. I know normally people's eyes glaze over when I tell them what I do and they're like, uh, numbers. Um, <laughs> but for me, I also genuinely love seeing um, all the numbers and the program administration and software administration. Um, mm -hmm. I really genuinely enjoy doing all of that. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, you also, so you are, so you're behind the scenes a lot doing a lot of the things that no one even thinks about having to get done, but you've also been able to work as trip staff a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, so you've spent some time in Israel. Do you have any like favorite stories or something that happened that you're just like, I can't believe this happened or this was amazing? Um, so one of my favorite things with Israel isn't even necessarily something, um, that is related to our trips. Um, one of my favorite things is the fact that I'm of Syrian descent, even though like I was born and raised in America. So, um, it's easier for me to enter into Israel than other people. Um, one of my favorite things is the fact that I can walk around as an Arab Christian, as a Syrian Arab Christian walking around Israel. Um, and like, I've, I've met random Jewish people, random Jewish shop owners. And when they ask me where I'm from and things like that, and when I tell them that my family's from Syria, their first response is not hatred. Their first response is not anger or malice or to call me enemy. Their first response is, oh my gosh, how's your family? How are people there? It's love, it's compassion, it's heartbreak. Um, so one of my favorite things is being able to experience the real Israelis and the real Jewish people who live on the ground that's not portrayed by media, of being able to like meet this random Jewish pe person who should, who should in all rights call me enemy and get angry at me, but in reality responds with love, compassion and care and sadness and grief over what's happening in their enemy country. Um, so being able to experience that to me is one of the most beautiful things that I can ever experience. That is amazing. I never thought about that for you, but that is truly a testament to, to, the, to the Jewish people as a whole. That is really cool. That's awesome. Well, Rima, I just want to say thank you so much for chatting with us today, um, telling us a little bit about yourself and the work that you do at Passages. Um, it's, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been right. great talking to you. Thank you for joining us today, and don't forget to check out our newest initiative, Passages Pursuit, where you can raise the funds and experience Israel with us at Passages. Check it out at passagesisrael.org backslash pursuit. We'll talk to you next time.